Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot, or Puppet. On this radio program, we discuss current political issues with an interaction and intensity not heard on other shows, including the visual media. Our listeners learn and often participate because the issues discussed could affect them directly. We do not let the politically skewed loud voices of a few political liars drown out our justified demand for life and liberty and the pursuit of truth. You will not hear any political correctness, nor will we run from any of the issues. We will take the challenge head on because each of us will do all in our power to save America from the obvious destruction from within, beginning with the Muslim-in-chief, who obviously hates America. If you have a comment for anyone on this show, our call-in number is 1-347-826-7400. Now, moving right along, the National Rifle Association is warning that the United Nations Arms Treaty, set to take effect in December the 24th, could lead to increased gun control if President Barack Hussein Obama implements it via executive order. We are worried about an end run around Congress, stated by the NRA spokesman Kathleen Uh, Mortensen, Barack Obama, or a future anti-gun president could use the treaty and international norms compliance to rationalize enacting gun control politics through executive actions, especially in the import and export realms. Under the terms of the UN treaty, uh, as you recall, signed by uh, John Kerry, uh, let's see, I believe his last name is also, uh, uh, what is her name, Fonda? Yeah, I think it's John Kerry Fonda, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, under the terms of the UN Treaty, participating nations must set up export and import controls for compact vehicles, aircraft, and small arms. The treaty also requires those nations to establish and maintain a national control system, including a national control list, in order to implement the provisions. The Washington Times reported this. The treaty was approved by the UN General Assembly Assembly in April of 2013. Morstein charged that the treaty is an attempt by other countries, including some uh, despotic regimes, to try and infringe on our constitutional rights. The treaty is a very real threat. The United States delegation to the UN supports the treaty, but the Senate, which is soon to be controlled by the Republicans, is less than likely to ratify it. But the Obama administration is publicly voicing support for the treaty, and the NRA fears that could eventually result in implementation via executive order. If you have not 
begun to mistrust Obama's uh, actions, then this might be food for thought on the subject of trust. One has to wonder why it is the President of the United States actively siding with those who have passed judgment long before the justice system offers up its judgment. It's almost as if Obama wants uh, racially divided unrest as soon as the Ferguson decision is announced. On November the 5th, President Obama met with some black leaders and discussed how they need to guide the violent Ferguson protesters. He didn't urge these leaders to disperse the protesters. On the contrary, he urged them to stay on course. The November 5th meeting was hidden from the public by keeping it off the public schedule, but the meeting was reported on the Democrats' House organ, that would be the New York Times, as if that were not plenty of grounds to indicate mistrust and his executive orders, then consider that Obama could issue an amnesty order as soon as tomorrow, Friday. We must act now, and that is our intent for this radio program, Executive Amnesty, in our opinion, is a treasonous act, and we must call it what it is. In the wake of sweeping rejection, Obama has decided to go rogue and push through his radical left agenda at any cost and as quickly as he possibly can. Obama is set to unveil his what we will believe and Trust me, I will never stop believing this. An unconstitutional executive amnesty plan that will legalize millions of illegal immigrants. And we, the people, must respond with no, you will not defy the will of the people, Mr. Obama. Obama's abuse of power in this quest to grant blanket amnesty and the change he was referring to when he ran for office without the explanation as to what that change was, it would be a complete disaster for our country. What about all the legal immigrants who are following the law? Do they go back to the end of the line again? Certainly Obama has waited until after the elections to unveil his this plan since he knows the American people don't agree with him. For Obama and his allies, this is pure politics. It's all about rebuilding their liberal voting base after a crushing defeat. Not what's best for the country. We must force Congress to act and supersede any executive action Obama takes to move forward his radical open borders immigration. Some people, those who just listen to or watch news from the mainstream media, will certainly have missed it, but here it is. The Democrat Party thinks the people are stupid. Initiate and illustrate 
to read and comprehend information and to have to half-witted uh, to understand uh, little math or, or grasp common sense. These are the people that the Democrat Party sees. And uh, by the way, most is their base. It has just been revealed the so-called leaders of the Democrat Party knew millions of people would lose their health care coverage, knew the cost of increased taxes on the health care industry would be passed to the consumer, knew that millions of jobs would be lost and millions more reduced to part-time, and knew that Obamacare was economically unsustainable. All this while snickering behind closed doors about just how stupid their constituents, congresspersons of their own party, and the press really are. This mountain of contempt was then topped off with lies day after day and year after year until they were convinced the entire uh, amorph amorphism had been ingested by all. Now, how much information does the left voting loons require to wake up to the fact that they are being used like sheep. Jonathan Gerber is an economics professor at MIT and one of the Obamacare key architects. He is also an arrogant big mouth. Naturally, being an arrogant big mouth is a bit of a requirement if one is a liberal. He is also a moron. He's got quite a high opinion of himself and other liberals. However, he doesn't seem to share that same opinion of Americans, referring to them as stupid. Not once, not twice, but in multiple videos that have recently surfaced, did Gerber bash his countrymen as dithering buffoons incapable of making their own life decisions. In fact, Gerber now seems to have more videos than Lady Gaga. I look forward to his Americans Are Stupid tour of North America. I'm sure it will be a huge success. Remember when the Obama administration was the most transparent in American history? Well, uh, me neither. I certainly don't recall. Now, Gerber said that the lack of transparency helped get Obamacare passed. It required uh, shenanigans and sleight of hand to get the Congressional Budget Office to score it appropriately to get enough Democratic votes. Let's be clear here. Conservatives, you know the people that the left and the mainstream media regularly portray as low IQ knuckle draggers who just recently learned to walk erect had Obamacare pegged from the beginning. Gerber's and Obama's and Pelosi's tactics didn't fool conservatives, however. 
Conservatives know a tax when they see one. Obamacare backers said Cadillac tax included in the law would tax companies offering high-end expensive insurance plans. Conservatives knew that those companies would do what any business would do. Rather than absorb the additional tax burden, they will pass that on to their customers. Gerber figured Americans would be too stupid to figure that out. No, only the nitwits on the left were fooled by that one. These recently discovered videos of of, uh, Gerber have helped peel away the veneer of the left and its contempt for Americans. But these are not the only examples. A few months ago, Gerber was caught again on video speaking on the topic of subsidies for people going through the state insurance exchanges, but not for the federal Obamacare exchange. In the video, Gerber stated, contrary to the Democrats' position that it was merely a drafting error that the Obamacare law states that subsidies only apply to the state exchanges, not the federal exchange, that it was done intentionally. The plan was the was to entice states to create their own exchanges. Many states didn't take the bait, so the Democrats had to change their talking points. Gerber claimed it was a spico, an inadvertent verbal gaffe, rather than a written mistake. Pretty soon, a book filled with Jonathan Gerber speakos will be lengthier than the unabridged version of the war and peace. At the moment, Republicans hate Gerber because he lied while keeping uh, craft the Obamacare law. Democrats hate Gerber for telling the truth about it. Hey, Jonathan, who are the stupid ones now? Thanks in part to the exposure that MIT Professor Gerber provided, now the Democrats are the party of eating crow on Thanksgiving. Liberals and progressives always claim to care about the people. The problem is that that, that the people to them are merely some abstract concept that carries no meaning. It's the actual people, real live flesh and bone individuals that have jobs. Well, now, jobs? What are those? And raise families that liberals and progressives can't stand. Their policies reflect such contempt. Speaking of raising families, Democrats really don't want you to do any of that. Families involve children, and there are, you know, way too many of those children. Incredibly liberals and progressives seem to know exactly how many children should exist, and it's way less than the number that exists now. This brings us to John Holdren, Obama's 
science czar. At one time, Holdren seemed to be smitten with the idea of forced sterilization, forced abortions, and something called a planetary regime that would oversee world population levels and all natural resources. Planetary regime sounds a bit like a Hollywood summer blockbuster starring Tom Cruise. Naturally, the trailer would announce the solar system is headed for Armageddon and only one man can save it. Holdren was apparently unaware that these ideas weren't new and that it didn't turn out too well in Nazi Germany. But hey, liberals and progressives are never concerned about, you know, results. Results are for saps. It's the good intentions of the left that matters. Some of these ideas were included in a book he co-authored with Paul and Ann Errolrich. You remember Paul Errolrich, the guy who fanned the flames of global cooling hysteria in the 1970s, then global warming hysteria. And, well, the climate is certainly going to do something, and uh, it damn well better be bad hysteria for today so they can use it as a crisis, okay? For his point, Holdren once predicted that global warming was going to kill about 1 billion people by 2020. Well, tell those people in Buffalo today, I think they got about 30 feet of snow or something up there. While we are still a few years away from 2020, it looks like Holdren's prediction will be off by about, oh, I don't know, maybe a billion? Okay. Yet he somehow wound up as a science advisor to the president. Go figure. Exactly. Who are supposed to be the extremists again? Now, Ezekiel Emmanuel. Ah, the hits just keep on coming. Emmanuel is, stop me if you've heard this before, an arrogant big mouth. He is also another of the Obamacare architects, and he thinks it's everyone's duty to die by the age of 75. I don't have much longer to live, I've come to think of it. Okay. Uh, He says he hopes to do it, that is, die, that is, some of his critics have wondered, hey, Zeke, why wait? (laughs) Go ahead and die, won't you? And just in case not everyone wants to comply, well, that is what those death panels are for. It occurs to me that Hillary Clinton will be 69 in 2016, while I will do everything I can to see that we don't elect another Clinton to the White House. Should she win, it would seem to make running for a second term at age 73 a bit problematic since she's supposed to die at 75, right? Uh, so, Emmanuel, you need to change or, or you know, make an exception there. Uh, tell her to make an executive order she can live past uh, 75. So the, the Democrats want to make sure 
the people don't have kids and die when they, the Democrats, say they should. Just a few reasons why Democrats should not be in charge of anything ever. Now, we have two of our great people, uh, Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis. And so let me bring in Michael Talley first and get his views. If there is a possibility that uh, he's still on the air, go ahead, Mike. Good morning, David. Good morning, Doctor. Well, I guess with Ezekiel, Ezekiel, however you say that, who cares, Emmanuel, I guess I'll show up my door in five years when I'll be 75, and I hope he does. <laughs> I'd like to discuss it with him. Let's see what he brings to the table. Yeah. Uh, so many items to go over. you got uh, Ferguson, which the Obama, and I did read something the other day where the word Obama is now meaning screwed. So... <laughs> Hang, with, hang in with me with that one. So we're being obummered. He goes to Ferguson, like you were saying, on an off-the-records meeting and tells them, basically, protest. No matter what the decision is, protest. And to make sure that he does that, he's having care send people in. You know, the protesters are the only people that don't work. That's why they can be there protesting all this time. Right. And as far as Ferguson goes, if I was a police officer, I'd say, you know, do what you want to do. I'm leaving. There's no reason they should ever protect these people. Give them guns, let them kill each other. Just like the slums in the city. The slums were not built. The people that live in them made them into slums. I'll leave the rest of that up to your imagination. Sure. You got Curry negotiating, which is just the wrong term. Recapitulating would be a better word. With the UN Arms Treaty, <clears throat> with, the, excuse me, with the UN, he, along with the other miscreants in the uh, Obama's administration are just trying to destroy us every way possible. Go into Ferguson, cause riots. Go to the U.N., have them take our guns. Go to climate control, which is one of his pet projects. He wants to be part of his legacy. Uh, I don't want to tell him, but his legacy is going to be so terrible when people look back at what he actually did. It's going to take us 25 years to recover from what this idiot did to the country. He wants race riots, he wants class warfare, anything that'll pick our pockets. Climate change used to be global cooling, then global warming. When that didn't work, now it's climate change. Right. How stupid can we be? Climate will change on its own. There's not enough people to make any effort at all. It would be like saying, let's get everybody in the country on one second to jump up and down and knock the earth out of its orbit. Yeah. There's not enough of us to affect anything. We're more of an effect of a solar wind coming along and blowing our atmosphere away. Now, you want to worry about something? Worry about that. you got yeah. the media. People up there in in, uh, in New York right now with that six or eight foot of snow, don't they need some of that global warming? Oh, God, yeah. They, they're, they got, they're burning global warming. Yeah. And they got yeah. more coming today or tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. God, the pictures are incredible. Yeah. And I'm outside of Philadelphia, and we got flakes the other day, but not like they got. It's going to the south and the north of us yeah. so far, which is okay. And you got the media trying to protect Obama, Gruber. You got Pelosi and the Obama coming out saying, oh, I don't know anything about Gruber. Never met him. Of course, he was <laughs> in the White House 21 times, but they never met him. Yeah. You got Monica Crowley 
and the debates between Romney and the Obama. Speaking up, somebody in her position is not there to speak up and defend the Obama, which she did. Gruber is just another Ezekiel Manuel, or Manuel Ezekiel, or as you say that idiot's name. Scrubber's getting paid 400 grand from the government, let alone the other billions who got paid from other areas. Yeah, and, 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 and a you, doesn't know him? Where did the money yeah, come from? he doesn't know ID who he is. You know, he's had the Muslim Brotherhood in there. He's had Sebelius in there. Uh, doesn't know anything about it. He's had Lerner in there. Doesn't know anything about the IRS scandal. All these visitors, all we got to do is look at the visitor's log to find out how much he's lying. Go ahead, Doctor. It, based on what you just said, Michael, it shows what a moron he is. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You're, both of you are 100% on the mark. What, what I would say to you is, first on uh, immigration, the president does not have the authority in the Constitution. I wrote an article, Showdown at uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, quoting right out of the Constitution. There's no law in the books. There's no statute. Nothing to allow yet immigration lawyers are going uh, for Obama saying, hey, there is authority, there is precedent, and he should be able to do what he's doing. So there's the the, the constant conflict that will be in the media in the next few weeks over what he's doing today, uh, and you'll see generated uh, civil unrest. There'll be a number of ways of civil unrest, and it'll come through Congress, it'll come through local jurisdictions. People are already buying more guns in, in many jurisdictions. Uh, they're allowing a lot of criminals coming across the world or or legalizing criminality, literally, by allowing many of these people to stay here. That That's just on the immigration front. On Obamacare, uh, it's a real horrific thing what's happening here. The The very idea that people are stupid and allow this thing to go through, we are stupid. We were stupid at that time. We're not stupid now, but we were stupid then. Uh, there were... There was information out there enough to show that what they were saying was not true. And it started with Romney Care in 2006, where uh, Gruber was involved deeply in that. He was paid a lot of money. He was paid up to $5.5 million by the federal government in different areas, um, as Michael said, um, for this Obamacare. And Ezekiel Manuel also, he voiced uh, this pretty similar perspective that Americans are stupid uh, and that there was actually no transparency on this legislation, but there was enough information. I was able to write a book on Obamacare, Dead on Arrival, a prescription for disaster, which the left hated. I mean, they really hated. They lambasted me in dozens of radio shows. They would curse me out because I was right. And now, now we're seeing that come to fruition. Obamacare is bad. It needs to be gotten rid of. It needs to be dissected, defunded. Whatever we can do in the new Republican uh, Senate and House come January 3rd. So Obamacare needs to be put. You notice how ISIS has been put on the back burner. It's not a big deal anymore. We have our own ISIS. We have criminality in the Hispanic population coming across the border. Why are we worried about ISIS beheading a few people who shouldn't be there in the first place? So there's a lot of things to talk about today, guys. So well, Obama to comes it. out and says that the people that were beheaded, well, it's the same thing that the uh, the Jews are doing. You know, he equates ISIS, the PLO, and Israel as the same. Now they're doing it. We don't need to be involved. And he will not take a stand. The boy is a coward. Even with his little speech tonight, apparently uh, trying to allow Ill- illegal immigrants into the country, he's only being broadcast once. Oh, Univision, I think it's called. 
it's not going to be on ABC, CBS, Fox, or NBC. They won't, they won't carry it, but Univision will. You know, that's the audience he's playing to. It's another step in him trying yeah. to destroy the country, doing anything he can. You know, he did the same thing with Gruber, saying the 40% tax on the insurance companies will be passed on to the people, which is true. Same thing's going to happen with the minimum wage. What do they think these companies are going to do? If I sell a product for $10 and now it's cost me 11 to make it, I'm going to make $13 on it pass it on to the customers. What do sure. they think is going to possibly happen? And this boy's taking his eye off the ball. He's useless anyway, but Putin is the one we've got to be watching. Iran, he's going to allow Iran, which we've done for 12 years, to develop and perfect a nuclear weapon, which will be here as soon as they find a way to do it. This guy is such an idiot, evil miscreant. We've got to get rid of him one way or the other. I'll go with the other. Every time I bring that up, as a matter of fact, you guys know I posted uh, amnesty as soon as Friday. Uh, you know, can we try Obama for treason? You ought to hear the lambashing that I'm taking on this uh, political campaign consultants over here. Boy, there, there is a woman on here and a, and a and I, I think they're plants, but uh, uh, I call them trolls. <coughs> have the audacity to, to want to kill the president. You know, treason is punishable by death, and here you are. You cannot be trusted. You must. You should be arrested for saying those kinds of things. That's because he's black. Yeah. The Republicans <laughs> haven't got the guts to do what they should be doing. Treason is right. Impeachment, we're way past impeachment. Yeah. And if treason is punishable by death, that's the way it is. It's a law, another law. The Obamer will not push if he's the one that's going to get punished. There was a little five-year-old girl, white girl, killed last week by blacks. You don't hear a thing about it. Nope. Because it's not a black killed by a white. That you hear. That that we get Ferguson. I mean, Ferguson is just this disgusting. me, busing protesters in care from other states, whatever you want to say. And you got the Obamer down there saying, keep it up. You're doing good work here. This guy is not a priest. In his mind, he's president. I never well, that, that's a treasonable point in and of itself, inciting citizens to riot. This this dastardly thing he's doing, he went behind the scenes, he brought some of these uh, Ferguson people into the White House and, and told them, keep up the good work, as you said, Michael. This yeah, is this the wrong. They did this with the Zimmerman case as well. Uh, Eric Holder sent people down there to help the protesters. So this is wrong, and this alone should drag his backside into the Congress for impeachment. I understand impeachment and treason and lawsuits. People keep pointing it out to me. We're not going to get two-thirds vote uh, in the Senate when the Senate uh, is in session. But you can't go into a lawsuit thinking that you're not going to win it. You, you, you never go into a lawsuit like that, or else you'll never have any lawsuits. So, so it's, it's a fallacy thinking that we can at least try to impeach him, try to contain him. Of course, in the next two years, he could write a lot more executive orders and justify them on precedence just as well. He will. Sure. I mean, just, just the fact that he said, you people that didn't vote in the midterms, I hear what you're saying. I mean, <laughs> the media and this idea will make up anything they can. No. And then they're saying, this cracks me up, the Republicans, since they won, it's a mandate that they should, 
cooperate with the Democrats. No, if they wanted cooperation with the Democrats, they would have voted Democrats in. Exactly, yes. And the Senate rejected the Keystone Pipeline bill. These people are just disgusting cowards. you got McConnell no. and Boner. They're not going to help us. No. We need new blood. We need new blood in there, guys. We need people to come in, stand up for America. Uh, we need patriots in there. I don't think we have that many patriots in there anymore. They're all moving to the left. And as you as you said earlier, that there's a lot of rhinos in there. When I was talking to David off the air, and there's rhino. Um, and it's hard to believe Ted Cruz would want immigration, not immigration reform, as we discussed off the air. And this is this is one of the things that we need to look at. Who is for what in there? You know, we we literally hired a bunch of Republicans. What do they stand for? I don't know most of these candidates. Do you guys know them? So here we have a Republican House, a Republican Senate, and they're still saying we should get along. And we heard Chris Christie last week at the governor's meeting, the Republican governor's meeting, saying we have to compromise. Are we really going to compromise? What are we compromising on? Immigration reform? Uh, ISIS? I mean, what what is this all about? I cannot imagine that a Republican House and Senate did not pass the Keystone Pipeline and create 500,000 extremely high-paying jobs. I really right. cannot believe that. That's the most well, disgusting thing yeah. in the world. We I Just like we you said, we need to get a bunch of Trey Gowdy's in there. We've got to get rid of these Republican and name-onlys. Yeah. We're going to bring it up they, again when the Republicans take over in January. Right. Right now you still have a Democratic-controlled Senate, and they'll do whatever that worm Reed says for them to do. January, now we're going to have the test. Are you guys going to step up and do what you should be doing? And the Obama comes out and says, well, approving the Keystone Pipeline won't add any jobs or change the price of gas. Go to North Dakota and talk to these people that are doing labor work, making 100 grand a year. And they deserve it. They're getting the are they regulated to work. death coal industry? How about that? They, he ran on, we're going to regulate them out of business. You, you remember that. He's, he's doing it. He's killer. been doing it. He's been decertifying mines in West yeah. Virginia. West Virginia is not that far from where I live. And then that's exactly what it is. There are thousands of people out of jobs right now there using excuses, EPA regulations that are very harsh on them, and, and we'll have less and less coal, which is with the, it's still the foundation of how we create electricity in this country. It's bituminous coal. <laughs> Yeah, it's global, it's global cooling. Uh, wait a minute. No, I think it's 57 states. Uh, no, it's global warming. I, I don't remember. <laughs> this is incredibly stupid. What is global warming anyway? What does that really mean? What does it really mean? Do that means $100 billion for Al Gore. I have 500 years of training. I still don't know what global warming. What does it warm? And according to the Ormond Act, it's been about a degree or less in the uh, first 50 years of the 20th century, it went, bumped up about a, a quarter of, of 1% uh, in the second half, and now it's leveled off. The CO2 levels are 0.03% uh, in the atmosphere, and they wear, vary by season. That's it. So what what global warming will we see? What level of the seas are not rising? Antarctica is not melting. So where is this go? So they moved it to climate change. Well, there's been climate change for billions of years, and there'll be climate change for billions more. But it's been a big lie. What it is is it makes money for the people that per- perpetuate this stuff. Certainly. It's only Al- a political football. Al Gore come to mind, fellas. You know, come on. He's got billions off of that. And yeah. and he's been proven wrong with every word that comes out of his mouth. 
science refutes what they're trying to use as science. You, th- there's no way that that be any even captioned. It's it's ignorance, and they're playing on what Mr. the the MIT uh, MIT guy Gerber is is planning and playing with, which is the ignorance of the American people. You they they sit back and uh, believe that the royals are going to be taking care of them. They they throw them some food every once in a while and give them some subsidies, and they keep their votes. And now uh, they want to crank the base and put about uh, 11 million people over here to vote a Democrat. And everything is for a reason. They are making crisis after crisis to come up to where they can change the subject and get people off. I mean, we haven't even talked about Ebola now, and, and you, you can't hear anybody on national television talking about that. And what happened to Fast and Furious? What happened to Benghazi? We know all of those things. Oh, that's happened so long ago. Why do you want to talk about that now? You know, that's going to be the Clinton escape route. What difference does it make now anyway? Yeah. Yeah, it happened too long ago. Somebody's got to grab her by her wrinkles and throw her to the curb. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Having somebody that 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 talks like she does, regardless of her age, you can be 90 and be intelligent, you can be 20 and be an idiot. She yeah. cannot talk. When they interview her and she answers questions, you think it's an 8th grader answering the question, and that's not meaning to insult 8th graders. <laughs> But these people, uh, you mean to tell me is she, when she opens her mouth and says that jobs are not created by uh, people and companies, they're created by right. government, that, that yeah. that's not an intelligent thing to say? <laughs> God, these people, that it's, it's amazing. And I'm dumbfounded by it. And you got people like Gruber that are, that he's as narcissistic as the Obama is. Hey, look what I did. Ain't I great? He can't even not say what he did on purpose because he thinks that he's so much better than everybody else, just like everybody in the Obama's administration. I can do whatever I want. I'm emperor. No, you aren't. Look at the destruction. Just, just like, that uh, just like uh, most of the top Democrats, when they say something uh, and someone else uh, reputes it, well, that's not true. That's not true. They just Joe Biden it, you know. Look at the destruction the, the Ivy Leagues have done. Gruber's from, he's a healthcare economist from MIT, uh, and, and the rest of these Obamacare architects came out of Harvard, and they, they're completely separate from reality. They, they have no, no idea what's really going on. They create plans and programs that are the left of the left. They look more like stuff coming out of Russia or China in terms of healthcare, uh, strategically from, uh, from military things like downsizing the military, leaving us open for, uh, for attacks, this kind of stuff. This is how the left wants America. They want to undress America, literally, and make it vulnerable. This is what they're doing. They're doing a good job, and Obama's at the head of this. And he's another Ivy Leaguer who never should have been there in the first place. Uh, well, we I don't never... know if you guys heard about the uh, the lawsuit that the Asians have filed against Harvard, specifically the saying that they're giving preferences to blacks and Hispanics. Asians required 1,460 uh, SAT scores, where blacks just a little bit over 1,000, Hispanics 1,140. Uh, to get into this thing. So the precedent, uh, there's a precedent also from the Supreme Court uh, not allowing this, yet Harvard continues to give preferences to blacks. And blacks, they, they don't generate enough uh, 
uh, electricity in their minds to go through a harvest. So they're, they're spoon-fed to make it look like they're doing well there when they're not. And when I see pictures of many people who are becoming doctors from Harvard who are Afro-American, knowing them as going through school, because I grew up around a tremendous number of Afro-Americans, I knew they didn't have the wherewithal to do this stuff. It displaces a lot of a lot of people who worked hard, just as hard, if not harder, uh, and they had the right to go there as well, I would imagine. What do you think? Yeah. L. Harbor's lost all its uh, impact. Yeah, it's lost it's gone. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, I'll, the Obama says he went to Harvard and he did well. Haven't seen any grades. No. People have even spoken up saying, I don't remember him in school. Yeah. And, you know, anybody that is as outrageous and wants to be in front of the uh, people as much as the Obama does, if you went to school with him, you remember that idiot. You remember his talks, his conversations, him smoking pot, and now he's a coke freak. And I saw an article in the paper the other day about him being what we've always said, you know, the, he, he didn't want to come out as being gay because that would affect his chances of running for president. Yeah. And, you know, my my personal opinion, he's a gay coker. It's that yeah. simple. Narcissistic gay guy. And if you want to be gay or lesbian, I don't care. Don't force it on me. Don't make me pay for it. You do whatever you want. It's like the schools are changing. Well, we can't call them boys and, boys and girls anymore. We have to come up non-gender specific. They're even starting to put birth certificates. Parent one, parent two. Not mother and father. You know, let's let's really destroy society. We'll take all all sex and gender out of it. Because men and women are basically the same. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. It's just my thought. There's an issue here in, in Maryland, which was brought up in Ferguson as well, called body cameras. And, and and they voted to have body cameras in Ferguson now because of the incident that occurred with Michael Brown right. and, and the police officer. Here in Baltimore, the mayor is vetoing a bill that was passed by the city council, and the city council is majority black, by the way, and she's a black mayor as well. She's using bogus reason to deny it, saying, well, uh, we don't know how the information is going to be used or indexed, that kind of thing, and she will f- uh, have an exploratory committee to discuss this issue further, that means she's going. To, she wants to kill it. And the reason she doesn't want one, if who's brutalizing whom, will be seen on the cameras. If the police are brutalizing, uh, the people will will see that. And also to help them prove the crime was committed, because the cameras there. So she is black. She wants to keep the status quo. She wants. We've out of the city treasury, they paid out millions of dollars of claiming police brutality against Afro-Americans. She's also going to the federal people and asking for uh, an investigation from Eric Holder's division of Baltimore police. So the police are under the gun, not only here in Baltimore, but around the country. They need to be protected. Our police departments need to be protected. And they're not being, and they're just like us, the people just come from homes and they have children and families and stuff like that and at the end of the day they want to go home intact not shot and they don't want to be bullied by these predators yet that what what they do the mechanism in these cities allow the blacks to predate to move through the cities commit violence keep it going baltimore has over 200 uh, murders a year for a population a little over 600,000 it's unbelievable our city has been found to be the 36th worst city in terms of killings in the entire world 38 uh, murders per 100,000. So uh, now, the Libs and Blacks don't want to have the cameras on the police, yeah. just like they don't want to have voter ID. Right. Yeah. 
I, I saw a good T-shirt the other day. It says, uh, from a policeman. So I'm a policeman. I'm here to protect your ass, not kiss it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. 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 You're, you know, we, we keep talking about Harvard professors, and, of course, uh, the epitome of being Bill Ayers with his oh, tenure. God. And, you know, here is uh, Senator Ted Cruz coming out, authenticating the fact that Harvard is more red than the Crimson Tide because it's full of communism. Now, that's where he graduated, so he ought to be uh, able to make that comment. It's it's extremely frustrating that we can still use the word tenure, and you can't fire somebody, and they can teach and do whatever it is that they want and, and without interruption. It's, it's the most unqualified thing that we've got in this country. You sh- when you do a bad job, you should be able to be fired. I don't give a D-A-M what you are doing. Just like uh, you, you, if you go come out of there and you're a doctor and you're black and you're a shitty doctor, you ought to be able to be fired. You know, It doesn't matter what is uh, supposed to uh, equivocate what one is. If the, if the color of your skin means that you can be at 10... Uh, uh, thousand in uh, or, or one thousand one hundred and thirty or, or something to get into Harvard, and you're and you're Asian, you have to be nearly fifteen hundred, and white, you're at thirteen hundred. Uh, you know, it's those are kinds of th- the kinds of things that that are building blocks or the uh, common core, if you will. And the no child left behind that uh, Jeb Bush destroyed the the Florida schools with because he dumbed them down to the lowest learner. We we've, we've got to stand up and take reality back. I mean, come on, we need to understand what's taking place. And the elitists are absolutely destroying this country yeah. from within. We keep saying that every week. Yeah. Our hope that we're teaching somebody out there something. A standard is a standard. If it takes an X number of score to get into a college, I don't care if you're black, white, pink, or purple, that's the standard. Once you start dropping it down to a 1,000 on your SATs, yeah. well, you might as well say you don't need SATs. Just but bring everybody in. It admits, though, that the black doesn't have the wherewithal. When they reduce the standards for blacks as opposed to other races, it shows that they understand that blacks cannot achieve without a helping hand. And they're saying that, and if they're saying that at Harvard, that means that that's how Obama got into the law school there. He was on the law, uh, the head of the review, the law school review, which is a prestigious position as an editor. But the way he got in, he wasn't voted in to that place. He had to write a paragraph or two, and however they marked it up to get him in that position. So they could say, look, we put an Afro-American in a very prestigious position in the law school. So that, that's what I'm, this is something on IDs. Here in Maryland, to, to go to the garbage dump, you need an ID, but you don't need one to vote. And that that's ridiculous. And my, my wife brought that up to me. She says yeah, we were laughing about it. We went in to vote. Anybody could walk in here and vote. And we have Hispanics flowing out of our ears here, literally, and, and and people walking in, yeah, my name's Goldman. Yeah, go ahead and vote, you know. Right. Yeah, it doesn't we matter. Had a big, there was a big controversy here in Frederick, Maryland, about 60 miles west of here. That 18,000 <laughs> 18, people that voted in two states, I think it was in Virginia as well, 
Uh, all Democrats, of course. So you, you know the story. And the there was a guy holding a sign. As a matter of fact, out where I voted and voted early, yeah. uh, I didn't take the initiative. I, I guess I should have after I read yeah. the sign. If you're Democrat, vote and vote often. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, with all this uh, lowering the scores, if I was black, I would be offended. You mean the whites got to get 1300 but I can only No, get they think it's owed to them. No, that's not the way they think. They believe that it's owed to them to lower the standards, to get them into these Ivy League schools, and it's owed to them that we pay the money to put them through to rectify a past problems that we have with, with this race, that, that every one of us alive right now owes them uh, money, owes them honor, owes whatever it is. And racism will stay alive until the blacks make it go away. The whites cannot make racism go away, and, and, and that's the way it's going to be. All right. Well, and, and unless people my generation have to drop dead, as Oprah said, the yeah, all whites my, right. my generation drop dead to get rid of racism. That's a bunch of bunk. They cause the hate. Exactly. Well, what is the Al Sharptons and the Jesse Jackson? They make yeah. their living off of exploiting black people. That's, that's, how, right. that's how they make their living. They, yes. oh, I'm going to show up, and I don't care what yeah. the outcome of this uh, Ferguson thing is. We are going to protest. What yeah. in well, the hell is that? No Doesn't that tell you something? Yeah. They could sentence this police officer to death, and they'd still protest. These are just professional protesters. They don't care about right or wrong. Yeah. They're just there to protest. Well, well, we want you white people to give us something. You know, and I really feel sorry for a lot of the blacks that don't feel that way. You know, they're being roped in because you got a few noisy ones out there. Al Sharpton owes millions of dollars in taxes. It was in the New York Times the other day. He filled out his uh, IRS forms incorrectly. People like me would be put in jail the next day for that. He's been out there for years owing lots of money, pays back a dollar here. Not only that, he goes to hotels shows, whatever, restaurants, he don't pay the bill. He just right. walks right out. It's owed to me. I'm black. Here, give it to me. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I watched these people. They always used to come after us. The blacks, we'd leave, leave our school, and uh, they would stop us for money or whatever they could. This, this is a population that needs rectification, and we're not getting We're feeding into it instead of rectifying the problems that these people cause. And, and until we do that and we have leadership, we're not going to have any changes in this country. And we have no leadership. <laughs> we have somebody who thinks he's a king, he's an emperor. And he appoints people to think they're little kings. Look at Holder, what he's done. Sibelius, Lerner. All these people think they're untouchable. And we've got Republicans that say, ah, you know, we can't do anything about it. And they have been untouchable so far. No one's yeah, done anything they, to them. Well, you know, Sibelius screws up billions of dollars, nothing. Writes regulations that'll kill people. Doesn't matter. There are actually uh, death panels in there, written in skewed different ways, uh, but no one mentions it. No one talks about it. You don't hear it on Fox. You hear it on shows like what we have here. Look, hey, I, you, you've got to listen. You got to listen to this uh, this little uh, uh, wording that has been put on uh, a website where I've, I've been talking about this uh, amnesty thing and should we try them. And I, and I actually said that uh, to the person, and then they answered me. I said, uh, "Sorry, constitutional conservatives uh, do not include rhinos. We have not had a cleaning of the slate, so to speak, yet, where we get rid of all the rhinos and the left wingers, and we, the people, take the government back." 
there is a strong movement in that direction now, and they come back and say, if you have less government intervention and, and regulation, who will look out for the people? <laughs> I'm telling you. We don't you, need looking out for I'll take care of myself. Uh, protect the country from Putin and we Iran. We need the royals to look after us. <laughs> yeah. now, that's what they want. They want we, to be taken care yeah. of. Yes. They don't want to contribute contribute to society. They want society, the people that work like us, to take care contribute of them. to them. Yeah. It says yeah, it says sure we go to work and feed liberal. He continues. He continues and says, "We the people cannot take our government back. It's in the hands of the right people. We voted them in office." Yeah. <laughs> well, they voted them in office. Oh, we did. that's right. This is they voted beautiful. themselves in over and over again. Yeah. You've got people that go from voting booth to voting booth just voting. I show my ID every time I vote, and I want to. And if you don't have an ID, don't come crying to me that, oh, I can't afford one. Everybody can afford one. They'll give them to you if you can't afford it. They get it for free here from MVA. Children get them 18 years old, 21 years old to prove they can drink. For example, my my son owns a bar restaurant here. He has to check all the kids, and they they bring they the government sends the young kids in to make sure that he's not violating the law. That even though he knows the county executive and he knows the, the sheriff, they're all good buddies. Uh, it's it's just amazing how society has developed. It it it's it's this government against the people, not the government with the people. The government is working against the people, and today. Uh, executive order is one way to see to view it in that respect. What the ramifications are of approving 4.5 million people, no one really knows. We could say billions and billions of dollars we spent on entitlements, no doubt. Billions we on 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 housing these people, on health care, and so forth. You know the you know the song, pretty much. And what what we have here is a detriment to society, and it's going to come out of the backs of the taxpayers as usual. And, and, and I don't think they can raise the taxes here anymore in Maryland. Uh, people are just going to flee the state. Well, that's that's what exactly they should what be doing. The job creators, you know, that's the regulation and the taxes. We'll tax them out of this country. You know, we are the lowest uh, creator of anything. We used to be made in America. Used to be the most popular thing in the world, yeah. and people <clears throat> loved to buy things. And we had technology and growing technology because. People wanted to have their businesses here. Now, you are in a trap. I mean, all of you in business just like me. It's a trap. You've got to be careful, keep your knives sharpened, and and uh, read every little uh, thing that comes out to make certain that you can protect yourself from the regulators and all the taxes. The most unconstitutional thing in the world is tax on your property. You never own your property. Think of the American dream. No, that's not the American dream. If you think you own your property, don't pay your taxes one time. You know, they'll throw your ass out and and own it. The most unconstitutional thing there is. I think everything ought to be either a consumption tax or a flat tax. Get rid of the two million pages of uh, the... uh, Tax codes and all the other crap have a plain and simple flat tax, and then stop all the the increase in government. There's a thousand regulators doing the same thing. You know, there's a book out that 
explains each one of them. There are thousands of regulators. You don't create jobs by creating regulators. You create a tax burden. So the absolute is to get rid of the conflict of interest that is involved there. It creates criminality. Think about it. The FDA, you know, the first person that would put me in the jail if I said I could treat or cure somebody, but all I do is suggest I don't prescribe, so I keep myself out of jail. But we need to split that. That needs to be the the food uh, association and the drug association, and, yeah. and the two should never meet. And the idea that they rent the words treat and cure is what's got our health care industry ballooned out of this world. We purchase the most drugs in the entire world, yet we have the most sickness and the, the most early deaths. So why is it we can't just take fact and produce the actual realm of what we need in this country? And that is, if you want your drugs, fine. There it is. You've got drug regulation over there. They take care of that. And uh, by the way, uh, it's it's okay for you to be killed by the drug industry. I mean, there's 700,000 die every year from correctly prescribed drugs. But uh, don't you ever say you can treat or cure somebody in and use something natural. Oh no, that's those words. If you took it all the way to the Supreme Court, the justices would say, okay. Uh, you can treat and cure. Well, yeah, here's 200,000 that have used to have this, and now they don't. Well, then that means you're a synthetic pharmaceutical drug because yeah. that's what the law says. You know, it's incredible, but it's the truth. Here in, Maryland, here in Maryland, you used to get a $75 or $50 you pay for a certificate you could prescribe out of the office. Now, in one year, the certificate went to over $1,000. Why? Because the pharmaceutical industry, as you're indicating, uh, intervened, and they only wanted out of the multiple pharmacies that are here. They're saying we're not keeping good records in the office. Poppycock, bull, nonsense. That was not true. They raised it, uh, what is it, 12 times, 14 times what it was originally. The pharmaceutical industries have uh, flushed our people with, with drugs. 25% of Americans are on neuropsychiatric drugs, as an example, and you guys know the rest. Well, that's why they want all this electronic verification and electronic right. verification of the records, yeah. so that they can they can track what you're doing. Yeah. Well, it'll impinge on buying insurance policies, getting into schools, getting jobs, things like that. That's what they want it on there for. They want one record of your entire life on a little card somewhere where they can tap into it any time they need to. Or if they want to discredit you in any way, they'll have that information as well. Uh, God forbid you looked at a Playboy site. My God, all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're... Uh, Look what they're doing to Bill Cosby now. Out of nowhere, he's being knocked down. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know that really goes back to what uh, David was saying a while ago with the illegal immigration. They got here illegally. They don't belong here. They broke a law. Right. And David would say, well, if I stole a car 10 years ago and you just found out about it, but it was 10 years ago, so I'm not guilty now. Same yeah. thing. You break a law, you break a law. I don't care if it's now or 20 years ago. And the Obama is saying, well, if they've been here five or ten years, uh, then we should make them legal. No. Yeah. They flew under the radar for five or ten years. Send them home. We need another hour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people.
people have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom, the absence of restraints on our ability to think and to act. The corollary of freedom is individual responsibility. We believe in the power of the individual. 